Hey y'all, welcome back to the 12th House Podcast, brought to you by the House of Pisces and me, Jenna Claire. So I made a article on my blog about the five things that I wish I had known about meditation and seemingly has gotten a good response, better than other articles, so yay. (laughs) But I felt like... (laughs) The reason I needed to make this article, this particular article, is because a lot of people won't even try to meditate considering what they automatically assume is entailed with meditating. And that's the furthest from the truth. Look, you do not have to sit on the floor or on a pillow in a lotus pose with full-blown mudras to meditate because the act of meditation takes discipline and it takes practice and it takes a lot of trying to not get distracted by distractions in your environment and you spend a lot of time trying to meditate while you're supposed to be meditating than actually just opening and being uh, still in your mind. Me, I prefer being meditative throughout my day than trying to devote any amount of time to sitting still because I am not blessed with the ability to sit still, let alone not overthink. So I trained myself to be meditative through the mindless tasks that I do, which is a lot of mindless things. That way I stay open. And even in my blog article, it says, like, I get more messages from spirit doing the dishes if I than if I was to sit on the floor and try to give my brain something to think about while I was trying to not think. It's, it, it's difficult. Well, that's the problem with uh, trying to, to promote or sell or capitalize off of a discipline. Now martial arts and tai chi is something a little bit uh, cooler to market but meditation is kind of hard because people give up because they think that they're not doing it right because nothing is getting accomplished or people use it as an escapism from life because it's quiet it's an excuse to check out of reality and dis- to disassociate i suppose And that's not the point of meditation, but what I find very disturbing and offensive is that this is somebody's traditional spiritual practice, be it East Indian, East Asian, like this is their church. And we chop it up into manageable pieces and say that, you know, we're we're on a spiritual journey or on a spiritual path because we just meditated. And I hate how people hold that over other people's heads. Like, if you're not meditating, then you're not... It's not very spiritual of you. Well, go get rocks, because there's many different things that you can do on your spiritual journey, other than meditate. Just because I stay meditative and I don't devote sitting down on the floor, laying in my bed, or trying to meditate before I go to sleep, or trying to meditate before I get up for the day... 
does not make me any less spiritual. And there's no one way to spiritual or not to spirit to meditate. It is not a linear process. It's a discipline. It is literally a discipline. And it's a discipline that is actually relatively new to us, seeing as how it wasn't introduced into like the 18th century. And we're only in the what, 21st? Like this is something that has been practiced in the East since like 1500 BCE. And then, and that was like in Hinduism in six to 500 BCE in Taoist China or Buddhist India. And then it wasn't really passed along into Judaism until the third century. So it's, it's just like, <sighs> we are, are the newest, the Westerners are the newest. And just like anything in Western culture, it, it, it's just like we chop it up into too easy to swallow pieces because I find that our culture, even in our spiritual beliefs, are very lazy and complacent. Yeah, meditation is a wonderful tool to help you relax and remember to breathe and clear out the stagnant energy and add peace of mind to your day. But like I said, I would rather be meditative than try to sit down and meditate. Because then that gives me openness and stillness like throughout the day instead of trying to fit it in. And then the rest of my day is chaotic because, well... I meditated at the beginning of my day, so the rest of the day is supposed to be well. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works, unfortunately. Like, it's a practice, it's a discipline. Even staying meditative throughout your day is a discipline because your mind can run off and do many wonderful things and get you in trouble. But I've trained myself that in the things that I do in the run of the day, that is my meditative state. The only time where my brain tends to run free is just before I go to sleep. Because it's like, because I've spent most of the day not thinking about very much at all. And then my brain is like, huh, guess what? Just because you didn't think about anything all day long, we're going to think about it now. And then I mess up my sleep. So, or try to shut it down. But once it once it gets going, it gets going. Trust me. But we need to do better, in my opinion, because it's just like I'm. I'm so tired of of us as a, as a community, as a people, digging these practices that actually mean something to people, that are ingrained. In, in who they are in their culture and we just take it and shit on it all the time and I I, I, I can almost see like are y'all that that this is something that is like sacred to you are y'all looking at us like we're stupid or something because I, I feel like like we look stupid we look pretentious we look condescending we look like assholes over here trying to to act like we're the ones that that created all of this stuff and we didn't 
I have a reverence and a respect for these traditional spiritual practices, be it, you know, East Indian, be it East Asian, be it native traditions, like any kind of, any kind of a spiritual belief or practice that comes from another culture, be it Santeria, be it, you know, Ifa, you know, like hoodoo, voodoo, root workers, like I have taken Reiki and I have a profound respect for Reiki. Like I have a profound respect for these cultures, spiritual beliefs and practices. And and yet there are people who sit there and act like they're the ones that, that put everybody else onto this stuff. And it's like, no, we, we colonized, we colonized and gentrified this shit. We stole this from other people. Let's, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> let's not get it twisted. And, and, and white folk do this to a lot of stuff. We colonize and colonize just does it, it. I know a lot of people associate with colonization to um, slavery and stuff like that. But colonization is taking something that isn't yours and making it yours and bringing others into it. That's what colonization is. If I wanted to break that down in layman terms. But we colonize everything. And we don't even have enough respect to actually really devote anything to it. And we use a lot of these spiritual practices to spiritually bypass and act like we got our shit together. When just even the mere thing of you taking this profound, ancient, old spiritual practice and, and capitalizing off of it or, or making it your own or using it to bypass or using it to, to have some superiority over another person that like... What are we out here doing, really? Like, what are we out here doing? And it makes me so sad. Like, that's why I don't try to meditate. I have enough respect for the practice of meditation, which really wasn't called meditation. It was only called meditation, like, in the 12th century. So God knows what it was called before that, because, again, we like to, Christians like to flip and screw and chop everything up and and make it their own when it wasn't theirs. And we wonder why we colonize everything. But it's just like, I don't, I don't sit here and try to, to actively meditate or do yoga only because I know that I do not have the level of devotion or discipline to, to pay it the kind of respect that it actually deserves. That's why I, I, I practice being meditative and beyond that, you know what? I didn't even know that there was multiple different forms of meditation. Cause I was just like, maybe I was under the assumption like everybody else, like clearing your mind. That's it. But no, there's mindfulness meditation and that's not judging your thoughts. You just observe them passing by. You don't, you don't dive into it. You don't feel like, oh, look, I'm angry. Okay. Well, you don't, you stand on the surface of it. 
there's spiritual meditation where you connect using essential oils or sage or incense stuff like that right then there's focused meditation where you use objects like mantra beads or you stare at a candle's flame i was like oh okay and then there's movement meditation like going for a walk in a forest or there's mantra meditation where you just chant om to connect and clear your mind yada 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 and then there's transcendental meditation and i looked into this and it's just a bunch of vague details but uh, from what i gathered it's like you um have a secret mantra that only you know some word association that does something for you and it's supposed to transcend your consciousness a lot to the point of maybe disassociation or becoming disassociated but there's also a fair amount of articles that allude to this being a harmful practice so i really don't know if this is a beneficial one or not there's progressive relaxation that is the tightening or relaxing muscle groups in your body so like you know you you have to know what all the muscle groups in your body actually are to be able to tighten them all and relax them and but you would start from your feet up to your head or your head to your feet and you know simultaneously tighten and relax those muscle groups that I, I assume would put you in a meditative state there's also loving kindness meditation which is opening your mind to receiving love from people and then sending it back out to people and then there's visual meditation so basically it's fantasizing but with all of your senses like being able to to touch smell see hear taste what you're visualizing <clears throat> But yeah, like the quote that I have at the end of my blog article is meditation practice isn't about trying to throw ourselves away to become something better. It's about befriending who we already are. And I found that to be a very profound quote. And I enjoyed like thinking about it. And I would have to agree with that because meditation not only is a relaxation tool it's also a, a conscious ascending tool as well depending on what you're using meditation for like i usually um try to just clean clear myself out and open up my mind like if i'm doing readings or something but i can understand like how meditation could help you in embracing yourself instead of trying to throw yourself away as well because it is a, a consciousness awareness kind of practice right but again most people use it to relax or to check out for a minute so we kind of just don't explore all of the areas in which meditation can help us right which I think is really sad because 
I find just even being meditative throughout the day, it's very helpful. Like, not that I'm, like, actively trying to get messages from spirit or something. It's just sometimes it's nice to just, you know, not think about anything. <laughs> or or to to allow you to think about something else. Because I have, I have plenty that I could think about that I that lives rent-free in my brain, trust me. But I would rather be open to thinking of something different or creative or with some form of deeper meaning than some other crappy crap that I could I could sit there and think about. <laughs> you know? Like I if if I wasn't meditative I probably would have never came up with with how I was going to approach this this blog situation and then and I just started out with the intention of, of writing a blog thanks to my mother and then I had to think of ways to approach that but I was thinking about a million other things so in my moments of being meditative you know and being open came like oh well you should do this and then and then one thing and then now I'm here doing podcasts with it like you'd be surprised how just being open-minded and not about views <laughs> or or different things in life like just being open-minded to receiving information or downloads about things that could be helpful and beneficial to you but you don't have to meditate you don't have to. It doesn't have to be a tool in your toolbox that you go to. You might have something better that works better for you, like working or working out or jogging or, you know, having rituals or prayers or tarot, whatever. It's a personalized journey, right? Like there's no one way and don't let people tell you and like regardless of whatever the context is in in, in spiritual journeyism. <laughs> there's no one way to do it and maybe meditation isn't for you but don't let these I'm not gonna say it don't let these people out here try to police your journey it's yours and no one said there's no rule book or guideline book that says that you know meditation is mandatory so I'm gonna wrap it up on that point thank y'all for listening I appreciate it and we'll catch you in the next podcast which will be episode six no episode seven so yay take care y'all bye Thank you.